0: Hi, this is Danny Wazell. Uh Proudly Resents. To all you Proudly Resents listeners out there, just remember, you can't test
1: on hospitality. I want it.
0: All right. Uh, this is Proudly Resents, ProudlyResents.com. I am Adam Spiegelman. is <laughs> on the line. <laughs> from Vales, or Wales, as you say it?
1: Wales, as we say here, yes.
0: So today's show is going to be a little bit different.
1: Why is it going to be different? What are you sprinkling on me now?
0: No, no, you know, you know what it's going to be different. The audience doesn't know. Do I know? Yeah, we're going to talk about the top five worst TV shows from America (laughs) and from Britain.
1: Now, I thought that was—I thought that was some other time. No, I've I've already got two. I've already got two.
0: You were telling me how great your list was.
1: Yeah, but then you changed it and said that you were going like way back in time in the uh, No, I know. I was... I'm doing
0: the last five years. You have the last five years?
1: I've only got two.
0: <laughs> For the last five years?
1: I've got three. I got four. I got four. Can
0: you think of a fifth one four. while we do it?
1: Um no. Why would I do that? Can't we make it four?
0: <laughs> we'll make it four.
1: <laughs>
0: so uh, I'll read you.
1: I'm very busy. <laughs>
0: In the top four worst TV shows <laughs> the last few years. One and a half from hers from the, that side of the ocean and mine from the good side of the ocean.
1: I also think there should be a, a handicap given to me because your country is bigger and stupider than mine.
0: All right, you're not going to get any votes by insulting <laughs> us. Are you trying to fish for British votes?
1: <laughs> yeah, not- you suck, they're dumb! <laughs> That's just not fair because right. you have more channels and...
0: I think you're right. And that's because this is the greatest nation in the whole wide world. Am I right? <laughs> I'm kissing my, I'm Who's kissing that? the last myself.
1: Who's that Raul?
0: <laughs> Raul's clapping. Raul. Vamoso. That's uh, mm. made up Spanish. So, um, then <laughs> so, some of the shows that you like, how do these shows get on? There's actually a great book called, how do these shows get on I'm talking about older TV shows, but
1: oh, so you've been reading a book about it and have taken all their suggestions.
0: No, no, no. These are more. That's why I want more recent. Like yeah, their examples yeah. are like uh, my mother, the car, about a guy whose mother dies and gets reincarnated in his car. Right. And super train, which is like the love boat but on a train. Okay. So now you and I are going to have suggestions from the last few years.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll try. I'll try.
0: Should we do this another time? Because I feel like this no. is
1: No. No, I am committed to this.
0: I the only reason I'm nervous, is because that's exactly what they said on the Titanic. Like, this is gonna work.
1: But it ended alright, didn't it? They had a brilliant film about it.
0: True. I take that back. You no, can you only don't. hope for the best. Exactly. So um it's got,
1: it's how got did, four or five shows. <laughs>
0: how did you pick your four? <laughs> or possibly by the end of the show, five shows. <laughs> <laughs> from
1: my memory, from watching. No, but them. what
0: was your what was your criteria? Was it that there were big flops, or that there are ridiculous shows?
1: They were a mixture of both, and, and one of my criteria was to have the, the people in them um, making complete fools of themselves have with no dignity. My shows have no dignity.
0: Oh, you're
1: something all in common. No what? Well, okay, I
0: do. <laughs> So um, (laughs) let's let's start with one of yours.
1: See, the thing is, if you do shows in the the past five years, there's bound to be some crossover between the two countries. So I don't know if you did this as well, but we had a program called There's Something About Miriam.
0: No, (laughs) what is that? It sounds like the asylum version, the knockoff version of Something About Mary.
1: (laughs) Well, kind of. Something About Miriam was kind of like the... I guess you call it the bachelor or something where there was like you have one person going through dates and whittling down people until they find the person that they're supposed to be in love with. Is that what that show is for you?
0: That's what the, that's what the bachelor is. Yeah.
1: Okay. So it was like that, except it was a woman choosing the men and the woman's name was Miriam. For some reason, And uh, it was this Filipino woman, and they were all these guys having to vie for affections, and there was lots of kissing and blah, blah, blah. But the twist at the end was that Miriam was actually a man. (laughs) (laughs) So you got to the end bit where, um, you know, they go, oh, yes, I really love Miriam. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with her. And then she takes down her pants, and she has a penis.
0: Does she show... (laughs) Does she, did they show the penis, or they show like
1: they pixelated it? I I I think oh, it was no. back in two thousand three, two thousand four. But yeah,
0: do they, is it every week? Is a different bunch of guys who are duped, or do no, these guys not. go through the whole season?
1: Yeah, the whole season went through trying to vie that this um, this woman.
0: And you know, <laughs> and, as an audience member from the beginning, that
1: Miriam's a guy. Um, I think I think we did. Because there was so much hype about it, but um, yeah, so, <laughs> it's just this transsexual man woman, like stunning, dressed in bikinis and you know, blah blah blah.
0: Tuck, tuck but at in. the end,
1: at the end, lifts up her skirt, saying, "You know, I've got something extra, whatever." And Miriam has a penis.
0: What was his response when uh, he realised he won slash lost?
1: <laughs> wasn't the best.
0: No. Wasn't it the most liberal response?
1: <laughs> he just went, oh. <laughs> it was." Uh, went into shock. Obviously, as if you find out the person that you're in love with is uh, a man.
0: But you so, go yeah. through all this trouble as a producer of this dumb show to uh, get a huge reaction. And the guy's reaction is, oh, well, I say, <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're very British. slimy. Yeah. <laughs> <Blimey. laughs> I'll have to phone mother. Oh. the wedding's off
0: hello <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's there you go that's that's one of my programs they had a show me.
0: here uh joe millionaire a few years or 10 years ago about a guy he thought was a billionaire and then he turned out just to be a construction worker but either I way remember. the guy was like ridiculously handsome
1: isn't it supposed to be about that was supposed to be about getting weeding out gold diggers or something
0: yeah so then the second it was so popular they tried to do his second season and uh They had to go to Europe because everyone in this country saw it. And then everyone in Europe was like, "Eh, I don't care.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Very lucky like that.
0: Yeah. Very lucky. Uh, (laughs) Have you ever been fooled by a transgender type person?
1: What sort of question is that? Of course not.
0: Of course not.
1: Why why would I be fooled by a transsexual person?
0: Just you walk in a room and you see a hot chick and then you realize she has an Adam's apple (laughs) and a copy of Popular (laughs) Mechanics.
1: That doesn't really affect me very much though does it i'm not going to go oh you have a penis in fact probably would make that person more appealing to me
0: would you date a guy a who penis? dressed up like a woman sure you would sure not like on halloween or uh, to go see rocky Horror. <laughs> i mean <laughs> like professionally or I know all what the you time mean.
1: professionally
0: yeah like a little dancer singer you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs>
1: Sure, why not? I I dated a guy once who uh, had a red rubber dress that he would occasionally wear.
0: Just out. I don't mean like cute, like Eddie Izzard. I mean like...
1: I know what you mean. Yeah. Right. Because we're European, we're open-minded. That's why we're better than you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's better. The, the, the difference between our two cultures is that... Uh... They We're would a date a, a, a woman with a penis. What?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the main difference between our two countries.
0: You would date a, a dude with a red dress.
1: Of course. <laughs> Wouldn't right. you?
0: I would. A dude with a red dress? Yeah, I guess. Raul, what do you got <laughs> back there? <laughs> let's see what Raul, let's see how Raul looks. Um, it would
1: be like finding out Raul has a vagina.
0: That <laughs> would be a bonus.
1: See, oh. it's a win-win.
0: Oh, I can I can cancel the drapes. I should call <laughs> my mother now. All right, yes. my first show. It came out like last, I think last season, or definitely the season before. It was a season replacement. It was called the Cape. Did this make it out to England?
1: The Cape is that some sort of superhero thing? <laughs> yeah, it was a
0: superhero whose power was that he had a cape. Period. <laughs> End of sentence pitch done he like he literally like it was a cop and he fell asleep and woke up in a carnival there's little crazy drunk little people and uh either keith david or david keith the the black one (laughs) because there's two actors with the same name he taught him how to use a cape like a weapon and he went out and fought crime and they had to pretend he was dead kind of like robocop and he fought, like, uh, Vinny, uh, who's the guy from Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels?
1: Vinny Jones.
0: Vinny Jones played a bad guy in it. It was really dumb because his special power was a cape.
1: So what? <laughs> so it was a TV show, not like a game show. It was a TV show. No, or a... That would
0: have been better as a game show. Can you <laughs> knock this candle over with a cape? Can you grab a gun out of this guy's hand with a cape? Yeah, that that's a that's something they should have bought instead of. No, it was a TV show. Every week, he would be in a situation where he would have to.
1: Uh, I can't. Cape. I can't think of a situation where a cape would be better than say a knife. <laughs> no, but somehow or a they pipe, figured out pipe wrench. <laughs>
0: they, they were like, "Don't worry, we got a hundred episodes of ways that a cape is better than a knife."
1: Can you tell me one of the ways in which a cape was deployed to solve crime?
0: Well, like a bad guy would come out and kind of put a knife out, like he would hold the knife, like, look, there's a knife. And then he would fling the cape out and knock the knife out of his hand and grab it. Right. That's it.
1: And and how many episodes of this were made?
0: Oh, my God. I think like four, which is a lot. <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> quite a lot, isn't it?
0: It should have been canceled during the show. Blimey. There's a show on now that's actually really popular called <laughs> Unforgettable. And right. It's, it's about a cop Who doesn't forget things.
1: Right. So, has this cop got an eidetic memory? Yes. Right. So, it's like a mental version of Monk.
0: Uh, Maybe that was the pitch. I don't know. But it was going to be called, literally going to be called The Rememberer.
1: Oh, for God's sake.
0: What's wrong
1: uh, with your country? What's wrong with it?
0: Well, now, before you pass judgment, can you give us your number two show?
1: i have got for another, uh, we had the thing called The Farm, which okay. was, you, you get Big Brother, right? You have Big Brother, yeah, TV was, show?
0: Uh-huh, that started here,
1: actually. Um, But how many, se- I don't, don't know if you have as many seasons as we've had over here. But, it's not
0: like- as popular, we have, I think, uh, 11 seasons, It was. it's every summer for the past 11 years, and then during the writer's strike, they put it up, you know, because it killed three nights of programming. Mm. but otherwise it's just in the summer and it's pretty popular for a summer show, but they wouldn't, I know it's bigger in Europe, right? They usually use it. It's
1: huge. Yeah. So they're always trying to find sort of new, new versions of that. So they hit upon an idea called the farm uh, and it was for channel five and it was um, produced by the same company. I think (laughs) they put 12 semi celebrities, like Z list celebrities to work on a farm, one of which, if I remember right, was Vanilla Ice, <laughs> was in the farm working, and making them do uh, lots of farm work. But the most famous scene was a woman called Rebecca Luz, who was famous just for saying she had an affair with David Beckham, wanking off a pig into a cup.
0: Wow. They must have been so psyched to have that. <laughs> it was just, it
1: was, uh, uh, was she a... She had
0: reason? to put it. In-
1: she put a well, well. yes. No, he didn't go. Hey, this horny pig needs to be wanked. Let's deploy Rebecca Luz.
0: The pig was fourteen.
1: It's it it underage pig. Yes. Uh, it was. Um, it was for uh, inseminating other pigs with. So she had to wank off a pig into a cup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that was the highlight of this. Nobody watched it. Obviously. Uh, who wants to see Vanilla Rice mucking out a stable? But the uh, So they wanted to splice it up a bit. So they said, right, and there was a whole episode dedicated to coming up next, Rebecca lose, and she had this massive glove, <laughs> and it said, and wank off a pig into a cup. And that's what passes as entertainment in this country, a woman sitting on a stool, wanking a pig into a cup.
0: Now she's more famous for that than what she's <laughs> now famous she's for in the first she's more famous list. for that,
1: yeah. It's a rock and a hard place, isn't it?
0: And it's a good payday for people like Vanilla Ice because there's a lot of these shows. And it's funny, you read about American D-list celebrities going to Europe and doing Celebrity Big Brother or The Farm. This is another way to make money, I guess, for them. He's done, I mean, he's done
1: them. loads of them over here, I think. Vanilla Ice has done about three or four.
0: <laughs> he's in every one.
1: He's always over here. Yeah, he passed on the wanking of pig, obviously.
0: It's funny that there's more, there's people here and probably have the same issue there that are more famous for doing reality shows than they are for whatever put them on them in the first place.
1: Well, you have that celebrity rehab or whatever it's called.
0: Oh, uh, they, I mean, you, you figured that's got to be the hardest show to book, but, <laughs> and you can't churn someone down, really. <laughs> like, you're not a big enough celebrity, but yeah, they're pretty D and C list, Q list celebrities. There's a woman, uh, Bai Ling, who is in a couple of films. I don't really know what she's famous for, but whenever you watch like a talk show pilot or a bad talk show, she's always the guest, and she's always like, terrible as a guest too. I don't know why, but her bubbles. Maybe like, she's
1: just maybe she's cheap.
0: She's available. Yeah. And she's pretty, and she once walked past Jackie Chan or something. I don't know.
1: Would or, she wank off a pig?
0: I will call her and ask her. <laughs> <I> will, <laughs> we'll find out. So you had that. I have, well, an old show is uh, Cop Rock. I'm sure you've heard of that.
1: What do you mean old show? Are you changing the rules
0: now? No, no, no. I'm just going down my list. Sounds great. Uh, Not as exciting as jerking off a pig. No. But every reality (laughs) show, there's like the jerking off the pig or having to put their hand in a cow's ass.
1: I don't know if they put it in the ass. Do they put it in the vagina of a cow to check?
0: Uh... Oh, you know what? I better, I better call the producers I put in the wrong spot <laughs> Again uh, yeah. Go ahead what else do you have
1: We had uh, a new channel We're very excited when a new channel comes along This was before uh, Satellite and Digital So we had only had four terrestrial channels And then Channel 5 came along And it needed um, uh, Something <laughs> To get the viewers in and so it came up with the concept of a thing called the Naked Jungle. In the Naked Jungle was a game show a bit like the Crystal Maze or um, I don't know if you have those sorts of game shows. You have to do like games, go into a room and do a puzzle and then come back out again and you get five points or whatever.
0: Yeah, they're not very popular. There's a few, but not many. It, had, it didn't really catch
1: on. They did that. But the twist was all the contestants were nudists. So it was a naked jungle-based game show, and the um, the host was a guy called Keith Chegwin, who who was famous for being a kids' TV presenter back in the eighties, uh, and who unfortunately wasn't endowed with the biggest um, <laughs> equipment. But he, he wore was a naked too. He was naked. Everybody was naked, apart from a pith helmet. That he wore for some reason.
0: <laughs> that was his penis.
1: That was so <laughs> there are many pictures of this because as soon as it came out everybody everybody said, What the hell was that? <laughs> and made fun of his tiny penis. And so all all of all evidence of it was taken away. Uh, so if you go online and put in a Keith Chegg with Naked Jungle, you can only find maybe one or two pictures of it. They've tried to bury it. But I remember watching I'm the sure Naked Jungle, and they, can you see <laughs> in his hat? <laughs> I remember being uh, traumatized by it, and it's and it's proper nudist as well. This is what I loved about it: is it wasn't they didn't get like porn stars or page three models or you know glamour models or people to be naked playing these games. These are proper middle-aged. Flabby nudists, and there were some games where they had to run around, and all all you could see was like flopping old women's tits and bobbing old man's penis.
0: (laughs) But they didn't pixelate it.
1: No, they didn't pixelate it. No.
0: God, you would have wished for that.
1: It was. I would have loved it. I would have loved for some pixelation, but no, it was it was games jungle themed games. And everybody was naked apart from that hat that Keith Chegman was wearing. This is like 8 o'clock at night as well. This wasn't a late night game show. This is 8, 9 o'clock in the, in the evening, I think.
0: So with all like the the weird-looking people, all the anticipation of going to the nude beach, with all yeah. the disappointment of going to a nude beach.
1: Yeah, and with lots of running around.
0: Oh, that's so gross.
1: Are <laughs> <laughs> you looking at your pictures?
0: No, no. I, post- I, honestly, I had to shut post- down the... Uh, <laughs> I couldn't do it.
1: But, I mean, the upside was, I mean, I think for the women as well, you didn't really need to pixelate it because there was so much pubic hair um, (laughs) that it acted like a bikini.
0: (laughs) Why did it go all the way around? All
1: the way up, like a one-piece bathing suit.
0: (laughs) That is fantastic. Uh, I don't know why that didn't catch over here.
1: I don't know why either.
0: Hugh Jackman tried to sell a show called Viva Laughlin that aired... Couple episodes here, and I guess the only reason they bought it was it's a big based on a big show in uh, in Australia, and Hugh Jackman was in the pilot and produced the show, but it was this terrible show about Laughlin, Nevada, which is kind of like a low budget Vegas, like a white trashier Vegas, so it's not as big and not as big flashy as Vegas, and but the goings on in in Laughlin, Nevada, and um, they would break out into song. In this soap right. opera, yeah, but they didn't sing like, properly, like in Cop Rock they sang a full song, they would sing like, not even covers, they would sing like Elton John, I'm Still Standing, but Elton John's song, I'm Still Standing, would be playing in the background, and he would just be singing over it, while he walked around his casino.
1: I think they tr- I think they did a version of that here.
0: And they must have, because somehow set, it's a they huge set. hit. And, you're in, uh, and they sat
1: in Blackpool, I think. Blackpool is what they sent it
0: here. Yeah, yeah. They might have just shown that version. (laughs) And it's fantastic. They only aired three episodes. I think they shot six. I wish they aired. If anyone knows how to find all of them, I'd love to see them.
1: Why would you want to do that?
0: It's Said the runner of the Bad Film Society.
1: Bad Film Society? It makes it so very official. Bad Film Club. It's a... It's It's a club. We hang out.
0: We shoot pool. Yeah,
1: exactly. We watch strippers.
0: (laughs) Put our feet up. Society, you can't put your feet up.
1: (laughs) exactly and you don't need a card to get into society hello was it the same concept is that that the singing and stuff had nothing really to do with the action they would just every now and then break into song
0: uh i yeah i guess that makes sense you
1: never watched it
0: i watched three episodes in a row and wished for more (laughs) uh yeah they sometimes or they would say you know like are you still standing, Roger? And then he was breaking the song. <laughs> you know, it was very thin when they did justify it.
1: <laughs> hey, one of these daisies used to buy me roses, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Yeah, put the needle on the record, start the song.
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, that doesn't sound so bad. I was, ex- I was expecting there to be a lot worse, unless you're saving like a massive one. Oh, yeah,
0: I got a good one.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm winning so far, All I right. think.
0: I feel like you would say that either way.
1: <laughs> no, but I think I am. I'm underprepared, and yet I'm still winning. And that is why we had an empire.
0: <laughs> oh, you had an empire, yes. <laughs> you did have one, you yes.
1: Yeah, you know, people started trying to organize us, and it fell apart.
0: Is that why you're blaming you... someone else? <laughs> yeah, the French. When you say organizing, do you mean <laughs> rebelling against and leaving?
1: <laughs> no. Oh. We gave it all back in the end. We didn't <laughs> uh, didn't have to fight for all of it. Hello, India. We like this place. You make us a sandwich.
0: <laughs> make us a sandwich. No yeah. mustard, one slice of uh, ham. Exactly. Lots of Thin. Money. Thin, very thin. You make me something that doesn't have any taste in it.
1: Exactly. Take out all this the slices, awesome. Indian subversion. We have a flag. Make me some tea.
0: <laughs>
1: it's pretty much how we trampled over the world.
0: Now, are we on number four for you? This is your big one that you've been saving?
1: This is my big one. But I want to hear your big one.
0: <laughs> Apparently, so does the guy who hosted that children's show. you think he would like not pass the audition. It's a show where you're supposed to be naked. You think, next. All right, can but you if, drop your pants? Next.
1: He used to be an alcoholic. So I'm, I don't know whether he was an alcoholic during that bit, where work was a bit thin. He used to do a quiz show called Cheggers Plays Pop. Uh, it's, it He's a, a very... <laughs> You should look at his career. Um, but yeah, for him to do something like that was weird.
0: <laughs> He's like the guy in Magnolia, um, the child genius from Magnolia that William yeah. H. Macy played, who ended up in a what, bar in the middle hit? of the afternoon.
1: And that he had a tiny penis.
0: <laughs> He's just depressed and drunk.
1: Give us your big one. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Well, I, I have a bonus <laughs> I one since I did five. <laughs> five. Let me get my bonus. You do your big one, and then I'll, get, I'll show you my big one.
1: You do your bonus, I'll do, I've thought of another one. All right. So you do your bonus, I'll do my bonus.
0: Alright, and then we'll do our big ones.
1: I'm not feeling so bad about my bonus now, I've heard your stuff.
0: So there's a show in America, It they just burned off the episodes, they they shot all six, they said we're going to air them next year, they made such a big deal, it happens, you know, a lot. I'm trying to remember the show It happened to this season. Oh, uh, Friends with Benefits, NBC just burned off this Friends rip-off on Friday nights, but the year before, they had a show called "A Hundred Questions," which was right. this woman goes into a dating service because, like most women on television, she's absolutely yes. gorgeous yet she can't find a man.
1: It's it was always the case.
0: Yeah, always the case. Another people suggested was uh, Emily's Reasons Why Not, which was uh, Heather Graham playing a woman who could not find a man last oh. one night. America said no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're not buying that bullshit.
1: America's voted, and America said.
0: No. No. And the billboards no. were all over LA for another six months, you know. Oh dear. Uh, so this the show A hundred questions, the the sassy black guy behind the counter asked her a hundred questions about what she wants in a man, and then I'll go into um into a, an episode and it was basically a rip off on how I met your mother where they had a group of friends and there was all the stereotypes. But it's really terrible and the woman who played the lead, super hot, uh Sophie <laughs> Winkleman. Right. British woman?
1: I mean, no. If, if, if a British person goes over to America, they've failed in this country.
0: Well, she failed here too, so I don't know where it's next right. for her.
1: should <laughs> well, she go back place, on the farm? No. <laughs> the next place for that is Germany. That's where, mm-hmm. in the French and Germany, that's where they end up next.
0: She's in Germany uh, pitching. Scheisseur <laughs> I mean. <laughs>
1: <Shike's
0: the> video. <laughs> and there's another guy who... He was on the show um, Perfect Couples, and now he's on this new show on, coming out soon. David Walton, who's like really good looking, but the worst actor in the world. And he played one, like, kind of the Barney, kind of the Neil Patrick Harris of the show.
1: Right. But
0: just a terrible show. So that's my bonus. When we come back, when after yours, I will tell you the worst show, which is actually a terrible concept. I don't know how it got on the air. Everyone should be embarrassed. This is Jake from the Nothing But Show, nothingbutshow.com. I was at that. Yeah, you're listening to Proudly Resents. I was at that! <laughs> ProudlyResents.com
1: I was at that!
0: Thanks, guys. Just so you know, there's one T in but, in case you can look them up online. Also, if you want to hear about new shows, go to ProudlyResents.com. Every Monday, we have three of the week, three podcasts that are new to you that you can check out and see if you like them. All right, let's talk about this episode. Who's winning, me or Nico? Me. Leave a message. On our hotline, 646-481-LIPO, L-I-P-O, 646-481-L-I-P-O. Say what shows you think are the worst, you know, talk about them. I think it's pretty funny. Also, declare a winner. I th- Usually when I call out these things, I go, I'll be honest, not that many calls. So you might be the only one. So you call, you declare a winner. You've decided who won. Like, what about Brian? Oh, that's a great one. I forgot about that. Also... If you want to leave comments about the show, go to do not do me a favor and go to our Facebook page instead of ProudlyResents.com. Go to the ProudlyResents Facebook page and leave a comment. John Kelmer's written some really funny stuff up there. He didn't comment in the last show, maybe because it was so serious. Dean Santoro, you asked for a list of movies that I've reviewed. That's a lot of movies, and I am way too lazy to go through and make a list. But you know who did do that? This guy named iTunes. Go to iTunes, type in Proudly Resents, you'll find uh, a list of, I think we've done fifty-seven. We've done 47 shows and 40 of them are about movies, so it's about 40 movies. Check it out. And while you're on iTunes, give us a nice rating. Say something nice. Why not? It helps us out. Tell your friends about the show if you like it. Post an episode you think is pretty funny. Dave Schoenholtz did a great job with our website and other websites, Go to Preller's, and you'll be. Uh, all his information is there on the side under Friends. He's pretty awesome. Enjoy the show. Hope you like it. I'd love to hear what your favorite bad TV show is, even if it's old. And uh, that I won. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hello. Hey, is that better?
1: Yes. Right. It was. It was a problem with my end. <laughs> <laughs> My end is having a problem. I've solved the problem, my end, temporarily. Now at least I can hear you.
0: (laughs) What are we, 12? Giggling my head off.
1: (laughs) You said end.
0: Do you have a bonus yet? Yeah. Okay, what is that?
1: Mine, I remember, was a show called Triangle, which was set on a ferry. Do you even have ferries?
0: Yeah. We've got the Staten Island Ferry.
1: Okay, so imagine the Staten Island Ferry, okay, Uh and then imagine a soap opera based... On that ferry. And it's long. So it's a half an hour show. Right. Set aboard a North Sea ferry, which goes between, like, Felixstowe, which is, like I think, Dover area, over to Germany, and then back again. Uh, And then, so if you imagine the love boat in a very small, depressing cargo ship, that's what it was. Were they commuters? (laughs) they They were just... a holiday ferry right. that took people from Britain to Germany, so you had a cafe in it <laughs> and some seats, and that's it. and then it was about the people who worked on the ferry, so it'd be like uh the biggest thing would be that there was no ketchup, so that would be the cliffhanger for next week. <laughs> no one married what are we going to do with this? There's no sandwiches. It was. It's been voted the worst TV program I've ever produced. It was BBC as well, so it was. There was no reason for it to be so shit, but it ran for three seasons.
0: Oh my god! People kept watching it. Yeah, <laughs> it's,
1: the, it's the most mocked program. It's the most that and a, and a show called El Dorado, which only uh, lasted for two seasons. I think. What was
0: El Dorado?
1: El Dorado was a soap opera based in Spain. In a kind of gated Spanish community of holidaymakers, but they tried to they tried to fit everybody in. So you had a disabled girl and a Spanish guy and a a lesbian and a, someone in a midlife crisis and someone around a bar. But We're the make acting a show
0: that appeals to everyone, but no one wants yeah, to watch it.
1: Exactly, the acting was terrible, but the the acting in um in Triangle was pretty good. It was very good. Just that what they had to work with was rubbish and they tried to make it ex- they try to make it exciting by having people like sunbathing on the deck however it was Britain <laughs> in the North Sea so it was all cloudy and blowy and raining just <laughs> just being miserable and then having to act out scenes where you know the cutlery was dirty or somebody dropped an egg sandwich in deck 5 that might yeah. cause a slipping hazard and a load and a load of people, uh, it, it it over it used to overrun because everyone kept getting seasick. Because it was a rough sea.
0: Oh, when they <laughs> would shoot the so show?
1: Overrun. Yeah. So all the crew were throwing up, then shooting, then <laughs> throwing up, then shooting.
0: They shot that yeah. on Because the love boat was shot mostly on a set.
1: Yeah, no, they actually went on a ferry. <laughs> <laughs> the shit's gonna be real. Exactly. And they shot it on sixteen millimeter, I think. Wow! <laughs> the now, triangle. Yeah.
0: Now the triangle that wasn't the the show hosted by the um, the children's quiz show guy.
1: No, that was Naked Jungle. Oh, okay. I see you went there.
0: Uh... <laughs> yes. I, I, I no, went there. I went. There. I'm not afraid. You
1: went there. No, you're uh, not afraid of that. No. You're not afraid of the triangle, are you?
0: I'm not afraid of the triangle. <laughs> ah, come on, now we've got across cross the line. Oh. We've lost good. people.
1: But yeah, have a look. You go. There's loads of uh, episodes of it on YouTube.
0: Yeah, I'd love to see that. So we'll put that up, the triangle. Put the triangle. Now here's the number one oh, word. Not
1: that triangle, just triangle.
0: Yeah, the triangle would be pretentious That and bad. triangle
1: <laughs> would be terrible. You might get something else, but triangle, amazing. Now wouldn't it be good if we picked the same show as the big one? Yes. If it was made in both countries, I doubt it. I doubt okay. it too. Give me a big one, Spiegelman.
0: All right, I'm going to give it to you.
1: Okay, I'm bracing myself.
0: Today's show is re- humor is replaced by innuendo. Um, <laughs> so, there's in America, there's these popular insurance commercials uh, where they say it's so easy to change the insurance that even a caveman can do it. And they cut to this snotty kind of like aristocrat caveman who's pissed off. You know, he's like texting, going, How dare you? I'm really smart. So right. they're really popular. So what did they do? They gave them their own sitcom. Nice. So it was called they Cavemen. Have... Okay. And of course, like every sitcom in America, it has to be three guys who hang out together and support each other. But there are three cavemen living in a normal world.
1: Why are they living in a normal world? Why are not they living in a cave?
0: That would be a great, that would make more sense. It'd be like the it Flintstones. Would. It would. Well, because the commercial didn't have it, and that's where they're popular from.
1: Oh, I see. So they made but this. It makes no sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, they it made this sense. terrible pilot that I'll see if it's online. and put it up because it's online for a while. And they still bought the show and reshot the pilot. And then they decided to cast the guy who's in the commercials as a, as a recurring character. They didn't give him the lead. They casted three other cavemen.
1: That's not nice, is it?
0: No, it's like they couldn't. He wasn't available.
1: (laughs) He was far too busy. So they were cavemen, but living in modern times. And why were they cavemen? Were Uh, they like were they frozen like a California man?
0: No, I think there was just there was a few out there. So they're kind of doing like an allegory, you know, like a black white allegory of racism, but. <laughs> not really and then it one of the guys was going to marry this snotty uptight blonde woman and uh another guy was kind of a player even you know just kind of like the aziz Ansari type character from parks and recreation right and
1: it that was awful
0: it was awful and it lasted oh it was about 8 episodes and they had another bad sitcom that it was it was grouped with and the commercials, because ABC, the, the network that shows it, mostly had shows geared towards women, like Grey's Anatomy and shows like that. So their advertisement campaign was: watch these two sitcoms. Ready for this? Yes. And make a mandate.
1: Oh, uh, oh, how clever. But <laughs> uh, well, what sort of things would they do in this sitcom? I what, see the thing I'm trying to get my head around. Is number one why they're cavemen okay. and why they haven't been evolved, and two why no one's gone. Hey, Dave, <laughs> stop being a caveman. You know, get a proper job. And how are you even paying the rent in this place?
0: No, they they like have jobs. That's the weird thing. They just they have jobs.
1: Well, they're not cavemen, are they?
0: Yeah, they're like men they're, with the hairy they're faces. Call
1: centre. Call centre operatives. That's ridiculous.
0: Just need to shave, and they would look fine, and wear a big hat.
1: So really, it was about three men with beards.
0: Yeah,
1: three men with beards. Uh, what's the what's the difference? They've got beards, and sometimes they go, "Huh," and they eat meat on the bone.
0: I think that's you. You're you're doing too much. The meat and the bone and the hug. <laughs> that would have made more sense. I think they had I to should... play tennis against the snobs. You know, snobs versus slobs, and um.
1: They just shit on the court. <laughs> they take
0: the racket and beat women over the head with it exactly. drag them to a cave.
1: Started raping a bush. <laughs> is that what they did?
0: They did, yeah. So they shot
1: got... a chihuahua and ate its face off.
0: But i don't wonder if people lost their jobs off of that show.
1: <laughs> How do you think? How did it even get made? This is what I don't understand. Yeah, the people so on the show a... were
0: good. I mean, the actors have moved on to other things, but... They're all, it was like their big break, but how do you approve it? Like, I can understand taking the job because I've done that and I will do that. I'm available, but for <laughs> shitty shows, but uh, I'm not against That's working serious. on it. No, I mean, it is what it is, but who's the guy who says, great, this is going to work.
1: This is what, this is what we need. What, what channel was it on?
0: Uh, ABC, major network.
1: Oh, for God's sake. What's wrong with these people?
0: All right. So what is your number one? No, worst theme
1: show? out. This is going to just blow you out of the water. This is this is not even a competition anymore, my friend. Okay. So my number one is also a sitcom, uh, and it was made in 1990. It was called "Hail, Honey, I'm Home." And it was a sh- it was a show, a sitcom centering around Adolf Hitler and Eva Braun, who lived next door to a. Jewish couple called Arnie and Rosa Goldstein.
0: And it was no, wait, I didn't ask for your dream show. I asked for an actual show.
1: <laughs> it's an actual show. Um, yeah, what? and it would it would <laughs> capture the beginning. It was like it was it was it was based like it was a lost a lost sitcom. So the, uh, the pilot episode is the only episode that <laughs> ever got broadcast. The only one episode was ever broadcast because a lot of people complained about it. So the first episode was about Adolf telling Eva that he was nervous because Neville Chamberlain was coming over and telling her not to tell the Gomstins next door just in case, just in case something happened. But then of course they they crashed the, the dinner party. You know what Jews are like, <laughs> and it all ended up, you know, fine in the end. Well, fine so for once Hitler again, and his wife. Fine for Hitler and their wife. Yeah.
0: That, that's like,
1: that was just again, why was,
0: he like. Did he like Jews in the beginning of the show, and then by the end of the season, he's like, you know what?
1: It was a kind of love my love thy neighbor. I don't know what it was called in your country, but you had it as well, where you have a, a black family living next door to a racist white family.
0: Oh, um, All in the Family. Okay. Or well, that's so the that, part.
1: So this was Heil, honey, I'm home.
0: Wow, we had that's amazing. We had the almost. <laughs> Not as bad a bad version. It, it was basically a rip-off of Black Adder, but it was um, the Lost Diary of Desmond Pfeiffer, and he was a slave that worked for Lincoln.
1: <laughs> so why wasn't that your top one? Why did you go in uh, For two that? reasons.
0: One, right. it came out about 10, 12 years ago or 15 years ago. Uh, yeah. Two, it was fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> they kept cutting back to, like, Things they did in, in that White House that affected Clinton in his White House. and It was like Black Adder but uh, an unfortunate plot. And it starred Shai McBride as the slave, who's a great actor. Who's, every year he's on a show that gets cancelled. Uh, right. He was on Human Target last year. No, no one that is. Shit. He was, he's on like a hundred failed TV shows, but he's a really good actor. But he won't talk about that show anymore. <laughs> it, was, it immediately got protest and it was a new network that since went under, and Their thing was like, we're really edgy, we'll do this show. But not as edgy as the Hitler show.
1: What made the Heil Heil Hitler I'm Home show better was that they put it on after a show called Dad's Army. And Dad's Army was a very popular, and still is a very popular, sort of nostalgic sitcom from the, the 70s about Second World War civilian army members that were keeping Britain safe during the second world war. (laughs) And right after that nostalgic patriotic show about how Britain helped during world war two comes a sitcom about Hitler and Ava. (laughs) Finally. The, the, I've just found the thing here that says, um, during the credits of dad's army, the announcer said, unless, uh, so Arthur Lowe was one of the characters who was leading dad's army. Unless Arthur defeats him, it's the man himself. In a few moments, it's I hail, honey, I'm home. <laughs> do you
0: think the guy who pitched it was just <laughs> fucking around? Like he's like at his wits' end, and he's like, "What else? Well, what else do you have?" And like, "Well, I have this really personal story about a boy and his dog. What else do you have? <laughs> I, I don't know. A hail, hail, you know, a sitcom with fucking Hay, Adolf and Ava. Brilliant. Well, we could, we could... Tell me more." <laughs>
1: I think because we're used to having sitcoms about that period of time. Because some of the most popular um, sitcoms was Dad's Army and was another one called Allo Allo, which was about the French resistance and had comedy Nazis in it as well. So it's not actually a million miles away from something that we might watch. But calling it Heil Honey, I'm Home and having a hilarious Adolf and Ava living next door to it, Jewish couple, I think, it was a bit much. How
0: long did that last?
1: One episode. I think they made six, but after the first one was broadcast, never went. No way that it kind of hid. Do you think and, it was made uh, in the
0: same spirit as the uh, Diary of Desmond Pfeiffer, where they're just kind of joking about it?
1: Yeah, but it's it's hard to joke about.
0: The worst person in the world.
1: Gen- Gen- genocide and <laughs> on a holocaust. You know,
0: love will find a way. <laughs>
1: sure. it's, it's surely, but especially, uh, especially in this country, where the topic's still a bit iffy.
0: <laughs> it's still a hit in Germany. They don't want anyone to know they watch
1: it though. Exactly.
0: You have a show coming up.
1: You <laughs> only have one show at the end of November. And that's the the show at the Jewish Museum. (laughs) Speaking of Heil, honey, I'm home. Why don't you come to the Jewish Museum of London?
0: If you feel guilty because you like that show, you should definitely come to to Nico's show. What movie are you going to watch there?
1: (laughs) I think it's Carry On Girls.
0: And again, if you're American, you don't know what that means. And if you're British, you can't wait to see it.
1: They love it.
0: Where's your website? They can find out dates and times.
1: Dadfilmclub.com
0: check that out and Proudly Resents ProudlyResents.com and also if you're a podcaster check out on Facebook our page for the Independent Podcast Alliance it's an ominous name but a group of people just talk about how do we promote they fight podcasts.
1: crime with a cape <laughs> yes that's what they do in the podcast alliance what do we do fight crime with a cape
0: sold I'm in <laughs> can there be cavemen
1: <laughs> cavemen in a cape done who you think are men actually have vaginas
0: we've tied it all together
1: we find that out when we have a naked game show
0: yes and then next time Nico we're, we're going to talk about hard ticket to, to Hawaii the
1: worst fucking film you've ever made me watch is what we'll be talking about
0: <laughs> I actually have to watch it again if I want to take some notes stupid fucking movie <laughs> alright thanks Nico
1: that's alright time. alright bye Adam, that, that, we're we're out of time for this interview.